This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to the Carrie Murphy Show, Straight Talk for the Soul, your weekly multivitamin for the body, mind, and spirit, hosted by Carrie Murphy. As an award-winning media personality, inspirational speaker, best-selling author, and soul success coach, Carrie is devoted to offering you energetic and practical insights to support you in claiming the inner worth, outer wealth, and optimal health you desire and deserve. And now it's time to get started with some straight talk for the soul. Let's welcome your host, Carrie Murphy. Everybody, welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series, your vibrational, multidimensional vitamin for the body, mind, and spirit. I'm Carrie Murphy, your host, creator, and founder of this global broadcast and brilliant community of light. Uh, I want to extend a bright and beautiful good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone tuning in from around the world. Welcome home. This is your your sacred space for shifting and upgrading and connecting and expanding, getting empowered. Um, it's also a space in a community to clarify and amplify your soul's passion, your purpose, um, all the while feeling very supported and very loved. That's what that's what my intention is here. And uh, I want to ask my favorite question: What is the best that could happen today? Well, my beautiful friend Lisa Barnett uh, joins me as my co-creative partner. We're going to talk about editing and optimizing your Akashic Soul plan. So let's intend for a powerful upshift in vibration. This show is all about empowerment. And together I feel that we inspire one another to realize our creative potential and capacity because we are way showers and we're pioneers of purpose divine purpose and so I'm just really grateful that you found your way here today um, I want to say also Lisa well we'll get into all the different things we're going to talk about with her she's going to be doing some group supportive healing work with the Akashic Records and it's always exciting when she's here um, we're going to talk about understanding the plan that your soul made how you can actually edit it edit and update that akashic record of yours and why we make challenging soul contracts and how to know when they're complete um Lisa is an international best-selling author of From Questioning to Knowing and uh, also the uh, best-selling author of The Infinite Wisdom of the Akashic Records. She's the founder of Akashic Knowing School of Wisdom, where she specializes in teaching you to access personal soul wisdom and guidance to transform your life, working directly with your Akashic Record keepers. She also offers Akashic Record readings and healing sessions to clear all 
old soul contracts, release karma and vows, helping people align with their soul's path. I love my time with Lisa. I know you guys do too every time she's here. So uh, let's welcome her back. Please join me in extending waves and waves of love and joy to Lisa as I welcome her to the show. So welcome back, beautiful. Thank you, Carrie, and thank you to all the beautiful listeners. I feel that. My heart is all warm and fuzzy. So thank you Aww. so much. It's so oh, fun to be welcome. with you and work with everybody. Yeah, everything always, I love every time you come, you know, things expand for all of us. And I know they expand with you and your work. Uh, you and I have known each other, Lisa, for many years now. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, I, I always say this, but I remember that f- first Akashic Record reading I had with you, and it was a long time ago. But let's talk about your expertise in this field. We're going to talk about what the soul plan is and all of that, but describe for people your connection with the Akashic Records, the Akashic Masters. Uh, I know a lot of people are familiar with this term and idea, but let's let's start with a little foundational information about that. Uh, absolutely. So, um, you know, now it's been you know over 20, 25 plus crazy years, but what... Um, what I realized is that, well, actually, what the record keeper said to me many, many years ago is they said, would you please help us bring this information and wisdom back to humanity? They explained that the energy of the Akashic field had been pulled away from Earth in the Dark Ages, about you know 1,000 um, AD, they literally raised the vibration so that people couldn't access it very easily unless they were really mystics because people were misusing their own soul guidance to really just win wars, find gold, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so it became this kind of energy. They said, this is not what this is for. So they said, okay, time to pull it away from humanity. And then um, the late 1900s, they came back forward to quite a few different people and said, please help us to bring this wisdom back out again. And back then, when I would talk about Akashic Records, people would be like, oh, what is that? You know, their eyes would kind of glaze over. <laughs> anyway, as I worked in, I said yes to the record keepers, but before I said yes, I'll help you bring this back to humanity, I said, you know, being very human, and I had, you know, all these little kids. Like, I'm thinking, you have the wrong woman here. You know, I'm a mother. I'm not like a, I don't know what, you know, you think I am. But I said, you know, why me? Right? Mm -hmm. I think these are valid questions. And one of the things I love about the records is that you can often get that kind of answer for yourself. And they said to me, because really once upon a time, You were an Akashic record keeper. You were an Akashic master in the records, and you did this work for um, souls, you know, galactic souls around the galaxies and on the earth. And so you are familiar. You are one of us. And so we're Mm -hmm. calling on you. We're tapping you to say, can you help us bring this work back? Wow. And, of course, with that information, I said, well, you know, how could I say no? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Wow. Your divine purpose, clearly. But you said galaxies. 
So if you've been familiar with this information, um, clearly not just in this galaxy, it sounds like in right. in in multiple or I mean, what is? Oh, gosh, that's kind of that's <laughs> a lot, that Lisa. <laughs> Well, you know, that's really the fascinating thing is that we are, of course, not just, you know, one-time humans. We're not even just, you know, 10 or 20-time human. We live hundreds and hundreds of lives here on Earth, but we live in other planets, planes, dimensions, galaxies, Mm -hmm. worlds. And so even right now, I'm noticing that there are more souls who are coming who have kind of, uh, um, who are star seeds from places like, you know, the Andromeda galaxy and who mm-hmm. are more Lyran or Andromedan and they're coming because they're really coming to help us. And so, um, I would say that it's not as easy to get much detailed information about those mm-hmm. lifetimes per se, but we can start to understand and really expand into that bigger resonance of who you truly are as not just a starseed, but a multi-galactic soul. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's exciting. And I know a lot of people who listen to this show um, resonate with that or they feel as though they are a starseed and so, or they really wouldn't be here. <laughs> you know, right. Any interest in what we talk about here. But um, what do you think the purpose of, you know, introducing this information about people's personal Akashic records is? Is it to, because like you said, we can edit them and a lot of people um, probably may not have been aware of that, that, that we can actually change them. What does it mean to change them? Is it changing everything in all galaxies or just here? Well, you know, what I find usually is what we're changing is um, more the pain, the trauma, the the mm-hmm. karma, the contracts that we've experienced um, in other human lives or even in this human life, in this lifetime, because it's the kind of the human that lines up more with the human and the human experience because, of mm-hmm. course, in other planes or dimensions or galaxies, we're much more conscious and awake. We don't have amnesia anywhere else except for on Earth. And mm-hmm. so um, it's part of the karmic patterns. It's the things that we want to learn. It's the part of our soul plan that may be completed in the Akashic records, our soul contracts that are create, that are completed in our records, but we're not conscious of it. So, you know, we might have completed some karmic patterns, but those patterns, those energy loops are still in place in our energy field and even in our unconscious and conscious beliefs. So Mm -hmm. it's very, very helpful to go back outside of time and space and actually delete them or change them or update them or edit them so that they become... um, in alignment to the truth of who you are in this moment today. 
Well, and that's liberating for people to realize that they can do this on their own. And I love your work is very empowering because you actually teach people how to go in and do this. And, you know, we'll talk about your special offer later, but you have these live courses, classes where you teach people how to go in and work directly um, with their own Akashic Record Keepers and do this. And, I mean, do you feel like it's relatively simple for people to learn how to do this? I do because, um, you know, again, I've I've been kind of at this pretty much all of my life, I'm going to say. And, mm-hmm. you know, so my um, – the things that came up to me that were like my issues, like this has to be simple. I can't meditate for an hour, so I can't do an hour-long meditation and teach someone how to access their records through some big meditation. I can't do that, mm-hmm. so I'm not teaching that, right? You have to give it to me simple. And so they gave me what we now call the five-step wisdom prayer system. And it's a very simple, easy, linear steps of, like, you know, setting your intention and coming up with what you want to work on or ask about when you talk to your record keepers and, and using a vibrational key to open your records. So it's really, you know, I say it's really, really easy. And I think for most of us humans, our biggest, one of our biggest issues is our own, you know, faith and trust in ourselves. And so we do even a lot of work in the courses around self-doubt and things like that so that we can step into trusting our own gifts. Mm-hmm. What kind of um, response do you get from people who have learned how to do this? I mean, what what are the greatest benefits that you've heard from the people that you've worked with over the years? Well, a lot of them just say, this has completely changed my life. So um, many, many of my students have shared different stories where they were kind of stuck in, you know, feeling kind of bad about themselves, sometimes stuck even in, you know, kind of blaming themselves for, you know, having this crummy life or whatever their kind of story was. And then by going into this pure, unconditional love of the Akashic field, because all of your records are stored in pure divine source energy. And so that's literally where you're um, shifting your field to access your records. And so we get wrapped in this beautiful energy of love and light and, and you know, just this pure divine energy that really just helps us to raise our vibration to see the world in a really big expansive way so instead of going you know why would i have had this abusive you know mother or you know how come i keep meeting you know people who are not nice to me and i keep getting stuck in these old repeating patterns of you know abusive Mm -hmm. relationships and often we blame ourselves We can look in our records and see what our soul's plan was, how we planned to learn, to understand, to move into greater compassion for ourselves and for others, and to really awaken through some of these challenging situations. So we don't plan the challenges because we like to suffer. We really plan the challenges so that we can grow in love and compassion and wisdom. 
Mm-hmm. So you use the word soul plan, and um, so do you feel like each of us came here with a very specific plan, or is it more just a generalized, I want to go down this time, or down, up, wherever, <laughs> <laughs> go there, there. Um, <laughs> and experience um, just certain um, levels of expansion in different areas, or do you think it's more specific than that? You know, I think it can be very specific. Um, we pick other souls before we embody, and we write soul contracts with them. And so the record keepers, you know, talk about us getting together with you know, a lot of different souls who are coming back to to the planet at the same time. Who, you know, because we want to, we obviously have to find people who are going to be here while we're here. And, <laughs> yes. <you know. laughs> So, right, so maybe of the thousands of souls that you've, thousands and thousands of souls that you've known throughout, you know, the kind of non-time space continuum, but you, you want to say, okay, I'm going back, you know, now, so who who wants to come back with me and um, maybe be my significant partner or be my child or be my parent? Mm-hmm. So we do write specific contracts to support each other, to work through some old karmic patterns, to heal old trauma. So we write, I often call them either um, soul contracts of support, which is kind of a little more general, which might be, I'm going to be your significant partner and we're going to support each other and I'm going to be like your rock um, while you work through some other maybe issues in your life. Mm-hmm. So we right. pick those people very specifically. Mm-hmm. And what about, I mean, I'm sure someone's probably wondering, okay, well, what if I missed it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what if I missed that one person? Do we have several that we said, okay, if I miss this one, then then right. you are a possible support. Um, yes. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I'm absolutely. sure someone thinks if there's just one, it's just like people think about soulmates. Like, oh, well, if I just have one and I miss it, then the whole my whole life is screwed. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, do we se- do we select more than one for different things? Yes, we do, because we are really brilliant souls, right? You know, we might not always think that when we're in a body, but we really, really, truly are wise, ancient souls. And so we plan maybe 25 or 50 different types of soul contracts with numerous people, because, of course, this was one of my big questions when I first started having these long conversations with the record keepers. I'd be like... Okay, I'm I'm not feeling the soulmate thing very well because now I've, you know, had lots of significant partners. I've been engaged three times, I've been married once. What's up with all of that? You know? Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was not one of those people who fell in love at 18 and was married for, you know, ever. Um, although I do mm-hmm. have to say my husband and I are celebrating our 29th wedding anniversary this this month. Congratulations. This, you know, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but, um, and a lot of that was really helped by learning to access my Akashic records and, and mm-hmm. you know, sifting through all of the trauma, all of my own um, uh, self-doubt or beliefs, like, you know, wow, all those relationships I 
didn't make work or couldn't make work. What, what's up with all of that? And it was mm-hmm. so we can do the healing around that. But because we know, you know, here what we have seven billion or so people on the planet trying to find one person in that haystack. You know, kind of good luck. So mm-hmm. I would say most of us probably write at least a half a dozen or a dozen soul contracts for significant partners. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think the I resonate yeah. with that. That that yeah. feels um, right. What if? What is your perspective on twin flames? Well, yeah. So <laughs> I know that's a different subject, but I yeah, just thought no, I'd that's, ask you. That's perfect because I absolutely do have an opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. <laughs> right. Seriously, so. <laughs> I have a lack of opinion on things. No. Well, you know, after all these years of talking to the record keepers every day, I've gotten so much information. But what they say, what the record keepers share with us, is that when we first individuate from source, we are born in a little group. At that point. We are born in a little basket, and I would imagine for most of us, that's 25 to 50 other souls. Mm-hmm. And we don't come straight to her Earth. We go traveling about. We do numerous different things. And so, you know, some of you may have heard my little story about, you know, how this works. But the record keepers are very funny because they're pure, unconditional love, which has a lot of joy and laughter in, in it. And so the the way they described this to me many years ago was that if you imagine we're in New York City and uh, so we have this huge, you know, 100-plus floor skyscraper is source. So we're just calling that big skyscraper source. And the souls that decide to individuate this moment all hop in the elevator together We take that elevator down as a group, and we step out of that elevator, and now this is my little soul group. This is my little basket. I was born in a little elevator, (laughs) a little (laughs) elevator basket. We all show up here together. We walk out on the, the street of Manhattan, and, boy, we're in this busy, you know, big metropolis, and there's buses and taxis and bicycles and people and cars, you know, all whirling around us. And we actually have this support group. And we look at each other and we say, what should we do? And we (laughs) make a, a decision. We say, okay, let's jump on that bus or let's take a walk. Or, you know, let's go to the airport and try out a galaxy. And so we literally travel around with these, you know, say 50 other newbie souls at that point, and we learn and we grow together. So this is your soul group that really has been together for a very long time. What starts to happen, though, as we start to decide to embody into physical forms in different dimensions and planes, we often need to... um, I'm going to say get a little bit smaller. So what happens is we decide to let our soul break into numerous pieces. So not only two pieces, but sometimes ten or a hundred or maybe even a thousand um, smaller soul pieces when we come here to earth. Mm -hmm. 
And so these are twin flames. These are um, parts of us who have been with us forever, but have now kind of individuated, taken their own soul path. So maybe we split into um, ten pieces quite a few millennia ago on a different planet, and we've been hanging out together. We've been parenting each other and being children and being best friends and marrying each other, right? So we've been twin flames for many different lifetimes. We're from the same soul family. We Mm -hmm. even go back far enough to have been part of one original soul at one time, very long time ago. And now our soul family has grown from 50 to 2,000, say. Mm -hmm. So now there's more of you. And I don't think we get all that much bigger than, you know, 2,000 or, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. 3,000, some random number like that in a soul family. But we do continue to um, meet up with each other. And so, like, one of my um, very dearest girlfriends is a twin flame of mine. So we, a very long time ago, were part of one soul. Mm-hmm. And she in this life is um, the godmother of my twin daughters. And so we're very, very close, although we rarely get a chance to see each other. It's that feeling, that energy, like, I've known you forever, and I'll know you forever. And even if we only see each other once every year or two, Mm it doesn't matter. We pick up where we left off. Right. No, I love your perspective on that, and I resonate with it a lot. And so... Do you think that that is something that we write into this soul plan? Like we connect with that essence um, or that twin flame or however you want to phrase it, and that's part of the soul plan here? Like, oh, we're going to go down here or there to earth again together. And is that part of the soul plan? And is that something that we can edit or change or rewrite? And if so, why would we want to rewrite it? Yes, um, I absolutely believe that this is part of the soul plan. So just kind of continuing with my um, uh, my story of my mm-hmm. twin flame, Gabriella. And she and I, like I say, we probably met so randomly, friend of a friend, 25, 30 years ago. I don't even know. Yep, probably maybe even more than 30 years ago. And... Um, It's a support contract. So we write a plan. We say, I'm going to support you. We're going to remind each other that we're really here to help to bring, you know, light and wisdom and awakening to humanity. So if you doubt it, I'll show up and and remind you of who you are. And if I doubt it, please do the same for me. And we don't need to be, you know, uh, business partners or we don't need to, you know, um, be husband and wife or, or wives or husbands or, you know, we don't need to be significant partners. We'll just always be there for each other when we need it. So we write kind of kind of simple, more expansive plans in that way. And I don't believe that there's any reason to ever edit something like that. Got it. That type of plan is like, that's just great, beautiful support. And she shows up 
just when I least suspect it and when I most need it, right? And so it's always so beautiful. But what we do often want to edit is that, that, say, that marriage or that partnership that we've been in for many, many years, and it's not serving us anymore. But now we've been married for 10 years or 25 years, whatever it might be, and we feel like, well, I must, I have to stay married to this person or I must stay in this relationship or this partnership because it's always, you know, it's important. That's right. And we we end up having kind of a more of a collective um, unconscious belief about marriage or relationship mm-hmm. that if we're in it, we have to stay in it. Right. And, and the record keepers say that's not true. So mm-hmm. you... Excuse me. You may marry someone with karma attached, which means you marry them with the sole um, plan of learning, growing, completing some karma, and either that relationship changes to a point that you edit, you rewrite that sole contract to update it, or... Mm -hmm. You let it go. You clear it. You release it. You finished it. So all soul contracts are not forever. And I think that really is important for people to know. And it's it's not that I want to give you an easy out to quit, you know, before you tried. Mm-hmm. But what the record keepers want us to know is that there's no reason to um, – to beat ourselves up or blame ourselves if we can't help someone or say um, we're in a relationship and our partner has some addictive um, uh, issues, some addiction issues, maybe with alcohol or drugs or could be anything, food or shopping, and we try and we work with them and we try and help them consciously and unconsciously to raise their their um, their vibration, we may encourage them to go to meditation with us or even take a yoga class or, you know, encourage them to eat healthy, whatever that might be. And we, we try, we give it really our all. Mm-hmm. And if they choose not to receive the help and the support and they choose not to change at that point in their life, really our soul contract is complete with them. Mm-hmm. And we are really free right. to move on, and we can bring harmony to our to our lives and 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 that relationship by doing the work internally. And that's what this is all about. It's not about we don't have to include that person on a physical level right. um, when we're doing this work. And it's interesting because I'm glancing through the webcast, and lots of people have written in. But Brenda from Santa Monica wrote in and was something that I have a feeling a lot of people can probably relate to. And she said, what can I do to clear the karma contract with my ex-husband in this life? Um, and it's kind of what you were just talking about. <laughs> you know, right. I, right. I sense that, um, you know, it, it's a matter of freedom and liberation because maybe there's still some heaviness. And, you know, w- when someone comes to you with something like that, which I would, I, I would imagine is pretty common, what do you say? Well, of course, we go into their Akashic records and ask very specifically in their soul's journey what different places might this be stuck if the karma is actually complete, if the soul contract is actually complete. And then we can 
energetically upgrade it, uplift it. So um, what I would do, and we can actually do this for the group today, we can go in and clear the old energy, clear the old emotional pain and trauma, which is often the the energy that keeps us stuck, and we can um, disconnect ourselves from that person. So you might be surprised to know that many of us have old cords that are still connected to someone from, you know, it might have been six months ago, but it could have been six years ago. Mm-hmm. And so those cords are still there. There is still energy intertwined between the two of you. And so we create, we send them their energy back. We pull our energy back. We disconnect the cords. We send them love. We do some work around forgiveness. We forgive ourselves for mm-hmm. blaming ourselves for not being able to heal them or save them. Because one of the big things I notice with um, so many of my clients, because we're, we really are high vibrational healers and, and we've come to really help to change and transform the world. And so we feel it's our responsibility, but it's not. It's only your responsibility to do your work. And like you just mentioned, when we do our own internal work, when we do our own forgiveness, forgiving them, forgiving ourselves, letting the old energy go, you might actually see people shift around you when you do your own forgiveness work. And when you own your own, really your own sovereign space, when you really become a sovereign soul in your singular body and 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 move into that, that place, the alignment of truth with who you are, as we do this, which is why I love to teach the records because I feel that's a profound way to do that, to align with your soul guidance and purpose and plan, then we can be the light and and share that gift with greater ease with the world. And I see things, um, you know, change and open up. Like you were asking, mm-hmm. you know, what happens with people who take these workshops? But that's one of the things. They understand. They can let go of old beliefs. They can release mm-hmm. old unconscious collective beliefs. They can own their own power. And yeah, step and, and step, out, step out of stagnancy is... Yes. <laughs> That's a big one because um, people get so stuck. And then um, this harmonizing that occurs internally is is then reflected outwardly in our relationships. And you you said that maybe we could do a group um, process on this, and I think that would be really helpful because I, I, I believe everyone can probably – find some relationship, um, past, present, whatever, um, where they still feel those cords of connection that are keeping them stuck. Um, so is that something that we could do for everybody so everybody can benefit from from this? Because as I'm glancing through, there are at least five or ten people who wrote in on, on this. Yes, absolutely. So so I will do uh, just a brief guided visualization. We're going to open the Akashic Records of all of the group who is listening right now and all of the people who are going to listen at some point, whenever it might be in the future, whether it's tomorrow or you know a year from now. It doesn't matter. 
the energy is always there for us. And so we'll open the records of this group energy, and we will ask our Akashic record keepers to help us clear and heal um, and release old stuck cords, contracts, pain, um, and so we'll kind of work. One of the reasons, again, I love the records is that it's never one level. It's layer upon layer of information. So we really can get disconnected because we're doing it in many levels and layers. So, um, and then, and then we'll even do, um, they're showing me the heart chakra. We're going to do some healing, um, on people's heart chakras to release any old kind of emotional pain, which almost looks a little bit like scar tissue to me energetically, mm-hmm. and we'll clear that out. So even if it's just old hurt, and sometimes it's from a family member, sometimes it's from a friend who maybe said something, you know, really unconsciously that really hurt us, kind of wounded us deeply, and it's it's created a bit of a... Um, a wounding that that makes it harder for us to believe in ourselves. So we'll do some work around that too, because they're all very um, interwoven. Hmm. I think that's an excellent idea. Okay. <laughs> I would love that, and I know everybody else would do. So, okay, Lisa. All right. Oh, so let's just all start with a nice, deep cleansing breath. Just a deep belly breath all the way down, 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 letting your your belly expand as your lungs open and expand. And, oh, just blow it out, letting it go. And we invite our soul, our spirit to come down, fully present, all the way down into our physical body. Coming down, down, down into our heart and down into our belly and down into our hips. Getting really grounded and integrated into the physical body. Because our soul often doesn't do that. It likes to hang in the higher, higher realm. So just inviting and encouraging the soul to get down into the legs and feet we connect to our dear mother earth beneath our feet and we ask for her support in staying grounded as we do this Akashic expansion work today. We take another breath into our heart and we invite our heart to open just a little bit further as we ask the divine lords of unconditional love to help us center fully in this moment as we create this sacred space. Please wrap us in your love and protection and allow us to travel to the highest realms of the Akasha available to us today. Please help as we lay our multidimensional hearts open to divine love and release all resistance. Lords of the Akashic Record, Please guide us to the deepest truth we can access now. Support us in healing and releasing that which no longer serves on our true path. We give great thanks for your divine love and support on this journey today. 
And so I ask our Akashic record keepers, the divine beings of the light that are here to help and assist us through our Akashic realm, to help us to open into the wisdom about our soul contracts that are complete, that we're still feeling the energy of, maybe it's a little bit of sadness or pain, maybe it feels stuck like I can't quite move on, I can't seem to create a new relationship, a new loving relationship. Even those soul contracts that feel like they're stuck in an old pattern, like every time I meet somebody it's the same old story. They're not available or they don't really love me or they aren't very nice. Whatever that pattern is for you, we ask the Akashic Record Keepers to uplift and bring that energy to completion for all of us that are listening for all of us right now. And I see this clearing through our bodies like a beautiful swirling vortex right down into the body, even right down into our heart chakra. I see the energy starting to break free and be released into this swirling vortex of light from the Akashic Record. So any and all place where it's stuck in your physical body, any kind of cords or connections, we release now and uplift and bring to completion for the highest good of all concerned. And any physical pain that's related to the old relationship, because often... Our bodies take discordant energy and they turn it into pain. As a matter of fact, I'm feeling a lot of different pain kind of in the in the back of our heart chakra, so kind of back around our chicken wings, back in the, the middle and the higher um, back part. So a lot of it is in the unconscious level and layers. There's cords back there. There's some attention points, which is... Um, the attention that these people have put on us over time, or sometimes it's many different people um, have put on us. And so it, it actually like will create a knot in your back. That's the way you might feel it or experience it, or even in your shoulders or neck. So um, it feels for most of us, oh, well, they're saying now we're going neck and we're going down to the mid-back. And they were like, yep, then some people have it down in the right the back of your third chakra, second chakra, first chakra. So we get these cords, these attention points, you know, these physical painful um, energies in all parts, really, of our body. But these seem to be mostly um, in the kind of back, but up and down our whole back. So we're clearing, releasing, and deleting that physical pain. And any part of the contract, attention point, cord, um, or or energy that is creating that physical pain. So we're 
uplifting and bringing that to completion right now. Take a couple of nice deep breaths as you let that go with ease and grace. Good. And we're going to go deeper into the fourth chakra, into the heart chakra, a little bit more into the middle, into the unconscious, which is towards the back of the chakra, the middle, which is very much around the different astral planes and dimensions, then a little bit in the conscious, but it's much less conscious than most of us. But this is where this kind of scar tissue is showing up. So we're going to erase and delete that scar tissue that comes from... um, They're saying disappointment in love, disappointment in relationships, the energy of feeling unsupported, feeling unseen, um, all the times where people didn't get you, right? They didn't, they couldn't really see you for who you were. We're clearing and releasing all of that energy from your heart. Okay, beautiful. (sighs) That feels very swirly. (laughs) So if anyone's feeling a little dizzy, just take a couple of really deep breaths. Make sure both of your feet are on the ground. Put your focus again on, you know, being grounded, connecting to Mother Earth, to Gaia beneath your feet. Just, just. With the intention, I'm grounded, and I'm uh, Mother Earth helps you to just dump and release some of that old energy down through your feet, down through your grounding cord, and so record keepers are uplifting and bringing it to completion, also up through the higher realms of your body. So between kind of double aspects of clearing, um, sometimes it feels a little swirly, so it's it's fine. Just kind of close your eyes, relax into it. Lots of very powerful clearing. Beautiful. And now we want to go into the group Akashic contracts that each of us have. And we want to ask the record keepers to uplift and bring to completion any soul contract that you've had in this lifetime that is now complete, that's been been kind of stuck outside of time and space or has been stuck because of this um, pain and trauma we just cleared. So any place this has been stuck and is now ready to be cleared, released, I actually ask the record keepers to burn those soul contracts that are done so that we can reclaim that energy for our highest good and it releases that energy to go back to the people we had the contracts with for their highest good so burning soul contracts is a great thing <laughs> so, so we ask the record keepers to burn all those soul contracts that are complete in this lifetime and any old soul contracts that are complete, that are stuck outside of time and space throughout the whole time-space continuum, any place, plane, or dimension where we have these random soul contracts that are just kind of 
stuck holding on to our energy and affecting us in some unconscious way, we burn and release them also. Mm, Beautiful. Lovely. That feels good. And so we ask the record keepers to fill each and every one of you with your highest Akashic wisdom and light that you can now hold after we've removed all this old stuck energy. So just watch this beautiful golden energy pour down into your crown chakra. Fill your whole physical body, your whole energy field and auric field with your highest Akashic wisdom, your highest love, your highest guidance that you can now hold now that we've made a whole bunch of space for you beautiful Hmm. all right so that feels really really lovely and Mm -hmm. juicy it does. We created a lot of space there. Yeah. I love and that. You know. Yeah, to um, reclaim the energy that um, has been holding us back or making us feel stuck. I love that you said it's just completing the ones that are ready to be complete. So we're not, you know, and it gives us all the energy to put into our purpose now and into new relationships that are um, aligned with where we're at and what we're doing. And that was, that was beautiful. And I also love that you went into the heart. Um, And when you were talking about um, erasing or deleting the scar tissue in the heart, that a lot of people may not even have known where that came from um but it's all these layers as you said of feeling disappointed or feeling um unseen unheard unsupported all of those things so that was a beautiful clearing uh for the heart space that is always necessary and in fact quite a few people wrote in asking for a clearing for the heart and so you kind of put it all in there (laughs) right I know I always love to do it because I never know what's going to show up right the record keepers are guiding us and when we come together Mm -hmm. in a group like this it's always so powerful because it's the group energy and whatever is just appropriate is what shows up and so obviously the record keepers knew that people were looking for some nice heart healing and clearing and and there it is so i just always feel so blessed to be able to be you know a conduit for channeling the record keepers and channeling this beautiful divine healing energy well, the, and also the, the physical healing, the healing for the physical mm-hmm. body, as you had mentioned, you know, the tension points in the body or, um, you know, just the, the physical pain being related to these old relationships and the the cords. Um, that's, you know, that's very liberating. And when people realize that they can do this on their own and, you know, Lisa, for you, I mean, I mean, it's something, do you continually do this for yourself in terms of updating all of these things and releasing all of them? Um, is it something that we all 
need to do consistently? <laughs> well, let's see. Um, you know, kind of yes and no. So personally, mm-hmm. you know, now that I've been doing this work for so much of my lifetime, I think we get to a point where one of the things the record keepers really talk to us about is creating a very sacred, sovereign space for ourselves. And so Mm -hmm. doing different kinds of practices so that we're owning our physical body and our energy field and we don't have to keep decording ourselves because we've created really good boundaries. So I teach those tools in my course because it's one of the things the record keepers have told us is so important in aligning to our own soul's plan, our own soul's guidance and wisdom. So um, once we start to do that and we start to understand and clear some of these things for ourselves, when we own our space, we don't have to keep it up. So we, we you know, can let that go. But I would say that I use my records every single day because there is so much information and there is not only information about other lifetimes or your childhood, but there's information about going forward. So every every day, well, you know, or every year, or of course because I'm working with the record keepers, you know, so intensely, I'll say, you know, what's my next step? What's in my highest and best right. good? you know, for me to do to to grow my business or what's the next book we should write or is there someone to connect with particularly that, you know, that would bring more joy and love into our lives or, you know, so we can use it really on a daily basis to empower ourselves. Right, and really step more and more fully into our mission or our purpose or what we're here to do and to have that support. Um when you talk about the Akashic Masters, um, are the Akashic Masters the same for everyone, or do we all have individual um, Akashic teams that we work with? We do have our very own team, and mm-hmm. I I always think it's very it's very cool and very exciting because um, just as you know, many of us will have like a um, maybe a guide that's very specific to you. Many of us also use the general, you know, archangels and such. But when you go into your Akashic Records, you have your very own personal library, which is filled with your personal information, and you have your own personal um, team of record keepers, beings of light, their masters, their teachers, um, I call them just kind of generally record keepers or beings of light because it really is a team, but it's yours, and they're keeping your records for you. Mm-hmm. That's exciting, and I, I just love the empowering nature of this, of teaching people how to do that on their own. And let's talk about, and then we'll take some more questions. There's some really good questions in the webcast, but let's talk about, I mean, you're you're starting a new course in January to teach people live how to do this. That's part of your special offer um, that, <clears throat> excuse me, that people can find at straighttalkforthesoul.com. In our marketplace, and you'll see Lisa's beautiful face, click on the picture, her picture, and you'll see these offers. Uh, that's an offer B, Lisa, but for people who want to get started prior to that, um, you've included um, the Akashic Masters, their activations and clearings that they can start working on right now. Um, we're going to go through them, but one that really stands out right now, Lisa, is the one um, 
<laughs> emotional clearing tool for families at the holidays. <laughs> so that could be really, really helpful right now as everyone is going to enter this season. Um, and they already have with Thanksgiving and all of that. So let's talk about what is included in Offer A. This is something they can work on on their own prior yes. to your course. Absolutely. So this is all pre-recorded. You could download it today and get started. So it's very similar to the process we just did. And I have gone through and, um, you know, I'm going to say there's pro there's probably, um, I think we have nine times maybe two. We're going to call it maybe 18 hours. I don't know. A lot, a lot, a lot of hours of healing in that same vein of what we just did for about, you know, 10 or 15 minutes. And so the record keepers just take us into all these different pieces and parts, these realms um, that are creating these challenges in our lives. And so many of us um, have been born into families that we maybe don't resonate with, that we have challenges with. Um, maybe we feel like the alien <laughs> in that family. And so it's important that we literally go through and clear these low vibrational emotions, the, the emotions of disappointment or fear or blame or guilt or shame or grief. All of these emotions hold a very low energy and I would say on a scale of, say, you know, zero to a thousand, those emotions are down in the first, you know, 50 numbers. So they're, they're 20, 30, 40, 50 out of a thousand. And what we really want to do is we want to move up into 500, 600, 700. 700 is awakening. So we don't have to get all the way to a thousand. This is, um, uh, a great, a great man, Dr. David Hawkins, wrote Power Versus yes. Force, and he talked mm -hmm. about this scale. So when we look at these feelings of, you know, disappointment or shame or guilt, that holds us back from waking up. So clearing that and um, moving into a place of forgiveness, forgiving ourselves, forgiving our families, bringing in the the beautiful new energies and gifts and talents that we have that are connected to these, and then clearing our ancestral lineage pain, right? So mm -hmm. there is a lot of energy in our ancestral lineage around belief systems and um, the way we treat each other even. So working on family karma and discord in the family. So doing that before... Um, Hanukkah and Christmas show up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Good idea. A great idea, I'm going to say. For harmonizing the holidays. Harmonize <laughs> right? those holidays. We should have put that up at the first one. We should have moved that to the <laughs> second one, right? I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. That would have been smart to have thought of, but oh well. Um, we can switch them around. That's easy. Yeah. And, you know, there's so much good stuff in here because – as I'm reading it, and it's so true, um, we can all go from old relationships, even months or years, and still take anger or grief or feeling that rejection or whatever it is, and that's what keeps us stuck, and that's also what leads to physical um, uh, challenges as well. So you go in there and, you know, help with that, 
And it even says here, like, sometimes we'll make those vows of love, like, I'm going to love you forever, and then a marriage doesn't work out or a relationship doesn't work out. And so you clear a lot of that. Um, release the energy of low self-esteem, which we had probably three or four people write in about that, um, how to do that. So, And then the next one talks about creating boundaries. And Lisa, I feel that's really important during the holidays and all the time um, as well. Talk right. about that one because that's an important one. Absolutely. So, so I, you know, kind of had mentioned why we get to stop decording ourselves and struggling, mm -hmm. and that really is about creating really healthy boundaries. We've come to live our soul purpose and to really work through our own soul plan so that we evolve as a soul. And it's hard to do that when we aren't sure if this emotion we're experiencing is ours or somebody else's. And I know that so many of the listeners are empaths. I have three children who are total empaths, you know. Mm -hmm. And I really, you know, see how this can challenge us in our lives in even sometimes making a decision, right? We, we get confused. We can't make a decision because we're not very clear where, you know, we start and they, they end or, you know, how those boundaries work. So we do the clearing prayers and um, the uh, rainbow shield, which is this very beautiful, profound process that the Akashic Record Keepers have given us to create clear boundaries. We work with clearing out all of these pieces where we, you know, where we... Um, doubt our abilities to heal ourselves we clear past life vows of service because sometimes we feel That's like a big one mm -hmm. it's a huge one especially for mm -hmm. all of the light workers on the planet we feel like i have to give it all away for free i have to be work a service. for free right yeah right. and it's exhausting mm -hmm. right Absolutely. And then it also says here, I want to highlight clearing trauma from violence because, you know, I get letters from people often about this, you know, that are struggling and suffering, you know, from, you know, a history of that. And so you go back, you go in there and clear that yeah. so people yeah. can be free and feel, feel free finally. And that's right. what they deserve. So, Absolutely. okay. Absolutely. And we even do so, you know, if you look at clear trauma and connected addictions. So what the way the record keepers often work is that we can say one thing, like, you know, clearing this trauma from violence. But for most of us, it's multi-lifetimes. It's multiple layers. It's in different places in our bodies. It's in different kind of pattern so if it was just one spot it would be easy to clear we'd all be healed right but because we're ancient ancient souls we've lived hundreds and hundreds of lifetimes we've had challenges in our childhood even when our childhood was you know really a, a nice loving childhood stuff happens right and and it turns into a trauma because it also triggers other unconscious memories of other trauma so we work with um, different sorts of, again, clearing abuse that creates guilt and shame and often triggers addiction. And it might be um, overeating or, or, or alcohol or drugs. And so we kind of often will come back around and around and around. And so in this, you know, whatever, 15, 20 hours of of processes, 
we will touch on so many, you know, um, facets of mm-hmm. similar issues so we can really be done. And this is the time. We're going into 2020. And I was just is, thinking that. Yep, <laughs> I was just thinking so that. So much yep. empowering energy mm-hmm. that we're going into. We want to go into it free to create and to be our best. Absolutely. And you go into so much. And like you said, it's at least, I don't know, 18 hours of this. And the next one is about physical pain and health issues. And um, talk a little bit about that one. And I'm glad you highlighted that, you know, as we, I think the greatest holiday gift we can give one, give ourselves and then the people around us benefit. Um, and as we move into 2020 is to really, um Hmm. really focus on a lot of these blocks and a lot of the, the stagnancy and reclaim that energy physically, spiritually, in every way so that we can be the way showers in 2020 that, you know, we've been talking about, Lisa, on this show with so many of the speakers, how, I mean, it is a big year coming up. Yes, <laughs> I am very to excited. Be on point. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And, you know, I I just really encourage everybody to kind of do everything you're called to. I mean, I'm doing more meditations and more, you know, self-healing. And, you know, it really is kind of a time to expand in a way I don't believe we've had the ability before because it wasn't, the energy just wasn't here on the planet. And this is why the Akashic Record Keepers asked me all those years ago to help them bring this vibration back to the earth so that we could empower ourselves at this profound time in history. So when we um, work with some of the physical pain and health issues in, um, in session five, and of course you can do them in any order you want, right? You download them all and do them with whatever, you know, speaks to you first, second, third, doesn't matter. Um, but we actually do some work around um clearing our brain patterns that support um the low blood sugar and are affecting our body and our fogginess and our exhaustion and our spaciness so we do some brain clearing we work with the bone and the skeletal structure um that you know to clear old dark energies and bring in new um higher vibrational akashic you know, DNA, so really bringing in blueprint upgrades. So these are really activations as well as clearing. So the record keepers, really, they're the keeper of all of your wisdom. So we get these um, frequency activations and we get these downloads of new blueprints that we can now hold because we've cleared this old dark energy, this old trauma, this old emotional pain, all of this energy. Let's clear self-loathing in relationship to the body. That's a big one for with the body because yep. they become so disappointed in themselves and their body and they develop this love-hate relationship with the body. And, you know, as we move into the new year, I mean, how liberating would that be? you know, to not feel that way anymore and to really, you know, bring in, like you said, these new vibrational blueprints for the body and the muscles and the tendons and, I mean, what a greater gift. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Because I believe we really are lightening up. We are. We are. 
our bodies are changing to a different frequency. And, Mm -hmm. you know, granted, it'll be slow because, you know, we're human. We chose human form. But I see the changes really energetically, slowly transforming into physical in my own body. And it's so exciting to see as I keep bringing in new Akashic blueprints, upgraded, updated blueprints for different things. And I do this every time in um, in these healings. We keep, you know, clearing, releasing, and then asking the record keepers to upgrade and, and update our bodies, our energy field, our gifts, our talents, our Akashic wisdom we can hold, our blueprints that we can hold. So we clear and then we bring in the new. Mm-hmm. Well, you're a reflection of that, Lisa, and I want to highlight that because what I love about you, and I've known you for a long time, is you are so inspired, so full of vitality and all of, you know, so all of this information and all of this work clearly um, supports that in you. And what a testament to the work that you're doing because um, it works. <laughs> it works because you are a walking, talking, living, breathing example of this vitality and inspiration that we all want to feel. Um, and I want to move on to the next one, the pain body release technique, because a lot of people that have written in have expressed um, some concern about yeah, pain in their body. So you address this as well. Yes, absolutely. Many years ago, the record keepers really went when they first said, you know, start your school, we want you to teach people how to heal, it's so important, you know, for us to be able to clear the emotional pain that's stuck in our physical body and in our energy field. And so they really said, you know, this is how you can heal the pain body. So the thing with the pain body is that, um, occasionally you might hear people speak of it. It's not probably the most conscious because it's not of the seven bodies. It's not one of them, but it's an energetic body that gets created through emotional and physical pain. And some people have very developed pain bodies, and what they would notice is that a lot of life feels very painful. Everything is very sad. There's a lot of emotional pain and and just different kinds of trauma or depression um, that that nothing feels easy. Um, and so, it's it's actually part of a, a karmic pattern that some people have. And I know that almost everyone has some pain body that gets developed over many 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 different lifetimes. That we have this like eighth energy body which is pain and so we want to get rid of it so i have been given a beautiful gift to literally erase the pain from the body and so in this segment of pain body release technique i go through and focus very specifically on erasing physical pain energetic pain around you know different physical pieces um sexual pieces, um, sexual abuse, emotional abuse, verbal abuse, all of these different kinds of um, ways that we have taken this this pain and created this this pain body out of it. Right. So, and it just weighs yeah. people down. You know, yep. we want them, as you said earlier, to lighten up um, in every way um, and feel 
like it's time it's time to give themselves that gift and um well this is a this is a lot of really beautiful um information that people can get started on right away Lisa I love that and we did mention the emotional clearing for families at the holidays and then the the final piece here is 16 different akashic prayers um to support their healing and I and these are ones that you have created over the years is that right Lisa Yes, absolutely. Okay. That's one of the beautiful gifts is I've been given is to be able to channel these healing prayers from the Akashic Records. And it's I have so many people, um, you know, write to me and tell me how the prayers are, are, you know, they're doing them every day or every couple of days. And they, they keep them with them and they just read them when they feel called. If they're feeling some jealousy, they'll pull out the prayer for jealousy or the prayer for courage, the prayer for strength if they need a little extra strength and courage and you can just say them and use them anytime and they are imbued with akashic energy always mm, that's beautiful um there is uh one two three bonuses three bonuses right um yes do you want to briefly mention what those are lisa Sure, yeah. So um, there's two more um, uh, sessions that I just did that um, I had people call in just like we kind of did today. And and so they're a little more mixed up but um, around what we're working on in those two calls. But again, they're another hour and a half or two hour call around um, challenging transitions in life and other issues is one of them. So I know many people want to make changes. I've had a lot of clients who've been saying, I'm thinking about moving. What else can you tell me? What can we clear? How can, you know, I release disappointment so that I can move forward? Um, there's even some clearing blocks to receive Atlantean and Lemurian energy from the past in one of them. Hmm. and energy upgrades and then the golden egg meditation which is part of creating boundaries so you can download that the rainbow shield um so that you can just put it on your phone and you can listen to it every morning just to get yourself filled and solidly um creating those boundaries before you go off into your day and of course i always love to to give people an extra 25 percent discount on a session with me if they're called to do that Beautiful. And all of that um, is an offer A. <laughs> so um, <laughs> so uh, a beautiful offering, Lisa. And then offer B is all of that um, plus the, the course that you will um, do live in January. And this is where you're really going to teach people how to go in and receive that Akashic wisdom on their own. Is that um, so that's what makes this different than um, everything in Offer A. Absolutely. So Offer A, um, you get to just listen, relax, and receive all the energy healing that I'm and your record keepers are doing for you. So it's a perfect, really, way to go about this. So you do, you know, 20 hours of energy healing, and you don't have to finish it all before you, you know, start the course. But I know we're all so busy. But... Um, but you start to heal and clear, you know, the, the the different sorts of energies that might be blocking you. And then January 22nd, um, here in the U.S. and um, it's, it's the 23rd in Australia um, or New Zealand. But 
um, then you've done some energy clearing, and now you step into learning how to truly empower yourself with the Akashic five-step wisdom prayer system that we've been given to easily open your own records, create a relationship with your personal record keepers, and to start asking questions and delving deep into information about your soul's plan, your soul contracts, your karma, really going deep into understanding who you really are and who you've been throughout time. Mm-hmm. And this is wonderful for people to learn how to do, especially um individuals who are in a community like this who are healers or intuitives or empaths or you know they're they're light workers who are here to to get out there and and you know bring their light into the world this really clears them and supports them and just being you know the brightest light that they can be and to feel empowered um at the same time. So, and I know you love doing these live classes. We were talking about it before we went live. It's just, it's fun for you. You never know what's, you know, going to happen. It's always new and fun and interesting. And I know they've evolved over the years because you've been doing them for so long. Um, yeah, yeah, new meditations come in, new tools, new information. You know, I just get to channel the, the Akashic Record Keepers live with with the group. So often we do a little group healing and as well as I'm holding the energy space for you for two hours once a week while you do this work. So when you show up and you can you can um, ask your own questions, often when people start to do something really different and profound like learning to access their Akashic records, you know, or it's normal for us to have some, some doubts about it. And so you get to ask your personal questions right on the call each week. We get to share what we're receiving. You get validation. You get to hear what other people are are getting and 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 start to understand how we receive information in different ways so you do not have to be clairvoyant or clairaudient to access your own akashic records and receive information and i talk about mm-hmm. all of that in the workshop as mm-hmm. i'm holding and supporting the energy um, for you to raise your vibration to deepen into your soul path, your soul purpose. And one of the things I just wanted to share is that so many of my students who are already healers, um, wisdom teachers, spiritual teachers, they have their own practices, many of them are you know, doing healing work, they say that when they learn to access their Akashic records just for themselves, they really realized that how much it raised their energy vibration and it increased their healing abilities and strengthened their own just everyday intuition. And they were getting more information um, for themselves, for their clients, um, you know, bigger, stronger energies for healing, even when they weren't specifically in their Akashic records because you're clearing your field and raising your vibration and that lasts. And what a gift. I mean well and being with you is always fun too. And then they'll they'll be introduced to a new community of people and all of that matters. Everything that we do to come together it matters. So and Lisa, thank you for 
first of all, coming back and sharing your light. I'm, you know, people really love you. I'm glancing in the webcast and every, you know, we have so many people just saying thank you. Um, Jacqueline, thank you beyond words, Lisa. Um, a lot of people wrote in from what you did earlier. Susan from Salt Lake City, that was amazing, smiling from ear to ear. I feel so light and airy. Thank you, Lisa and Carrie. Um, your work is beautiful, Lisa, and so are you. <laughs> and I, I just thank love you. you. I think you're amazing. Aww. And, you know, you're so dedicated to this work, and I was so happy to hear that you're expanding. You just spent three weeks in Australia. You're going to be doing things. You're just expanding and sharing this work all over the world, and, and I think it's what we all need. So thank you for doing what, all that you do. And, uh yeah, and I hope that whoever feels called to do this, what a beautiful way to begin 2020 and um, feeling empowered and uplifted and, um, and and healed and cleared and everything else that you do. So, I know. Um, I, I'm, I'm very excited really about this. I'm like I feel even it. more excited right now that we're here because I'm like, oh, you know, I've never offered this before, like together in this way and I'm like oh that is so perfect why haven't I <laughs> why haven't I thought of that before but just for you Carrie because you are such a beautiful bright angel I love you so <laughs> thank you and your listeners I'm you excited about about connecting with you know so many people and seeing people clear and shift and raise their vibration and access their soul guidance so they can just move forward easily and really powerfully it's it's so what we came to do now yes well and i want to say also thank you because today you you helped us all create space you know that sadness and stagnancy you know can be cleared so that we can have the energy lisa and the inspiration you know in our consciousness within us and in our bodies as well to go out there and you know just do something different and and feel freer. I think that's the big thing, Lisa, is just that feeling of liberation. Like we're not just carrying around all that old crap. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, let's lighten up in every way. Um, it so, is so time. Yes, thanks for saying that because I agree 100%. It's like, it is just time. Drop it, you know. But it's not as easy as just saying that, and that's exactly why I do these these clearings it's it's time let's let it go move forward and create joy and love and light in the whole world step by step step by step and um we do it together so lisa my dear thank you once again for being with me and all of us so appreciate you and um You're welcome, and to everybody who has been with us, thank you so much for the gift of your time, your love, your openness, your presence today. We appreciate you, and um, I hope that if this is resonating with you, that you know you'll take the step forward and work with Lisa and her course or whatever she's offered here. If it uh, if it resonates with you. Thank you for going on this soulful adventure with us today. I am sending waves and waves of love and light and joy and gratitude from my heart to yours. May you feel it, receive it, offer it to those you encounter today or tonight, wherever you happen to be in the world. And as always, until next time, please give yourself full permission to shine instead of shrink 
expressed instead of suppressed and own that amazing, powerful glow of yours. I'll see you back here in this playground of light uh, next time, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Carrie Murphy Show, straight talk for the soul. As a soul success coach, best-selling author, media personality, and founder and CEO of Empowerment Coaching Solutions, Carrie is on a mission to awaken and inspire millions globally. You can visit Carrie's website and success store and check out all of her coaching programs, books, classes, and events by going to www.carrymurphy.com. That's C-A-R-I-M-U-R-P-H-Y dot com. While you're there, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes and then return here to join Carrie for some straight talk for the soul.